It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. This Thursday and every Thursday, right at four o'clock, you can hang out right here with us for half an hour and find out how to mind your business, of course, brought to you every week by the BEDC. Hey, Jamila, we got a good show lined up for today. We do, and we have two extra special guests on the show today who I'm excited to introduce. We have Davida O'Brien. She's the BTA's Tourism Standards and Training Specialist. And we also have Bobby Singh, who's the Business Operations and Marketing Associate at LBMI. So um, we're going to try to get through this in 30 minutes, mm. but I'm really excited to have both of them on the show. So welcome, ladies. Welcome. I mean, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. So, of course, um, just so the listeners know, uh, you know, with the rise in COVID cases, we're doing this all remotely, right? So we're on phones. We got two phones going in one place and another phone going in another. We will get it done. It work. Yes. We're going to make it work. Um, so let, let me start with you, Davida. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and the role that you play at the BTA? Well, I'm a person that loves to help people in any way that I can, and I'm very fortunate that my role at the BTA allows me to do just that. I get to empower, inspire, and educate individuals from primary school right up until adulthood, Um, and that's what our department is all about, and I take pride in doing this because this industry to me plays a huge role um, or has played a huge role in our past. Um, our present and, you know, in our future. And I'm thankful for the team that I have, and my boss who just allows me to imagine me because what I imagine tends to become a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, like I said, allows me to help people in so many different ways. Well, that's awesome. And I would agree with you 100%. You know, tourism was one of the, the pillars of our economic foundation, if you will. And so we're fighting hard to try to keep it um, the foundation strong. So thank you for, for right. what you're doing and willing to do. Um, today we're talking about the accessibility, accessibility awareness training program. Say that fast three times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, can you just tell us a little bit about what that is exactly? No problem. So this training is about bringing awareness to the importance of diversity and inclusion um, and how vital it is that we increase our knowledge from this and be able to provide equal access and opportunities to everybody. Mm-hmm. This training is about enhancing individuals' level of awareness, um, inspiring confidence to deliver great customer service, which creates memorable experiences for residents and visitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and this program, for me, is for everybody. There's no specific target. Okay. Um, because I feel that if we're trying to make Bermuda more accessible, then everybody should be knowledgeable about this. So, I mean, for me, I wouldn't naturally think of the BTA when I think about accessibility and training and all of that. I'm like, wouldn't that be something that a government (laughs) department would take on? So how does this fit within your national tourism plan? So part of our national tourism plan is that by 2025, Bermuda will offer frictionless experiences from arrival through departure to create positive experiences. And this means for all visitors. And the importance of that is matching that with great customer service. Um, and so we see that in, in order to do that, 
because from our standpoint, we might not be able to um, control what happens from an infrastructure standpoint, mm-hmm. but we can definitely ensure that um, from a customer service standpoint that our visitors and our residents are getting that. Okay. So from the BTA's perspective, what, what are kind of your main goals for this, this training workshop and program that you're putting in place? Our main goal, um, obviously, is being is providing inclusiveness for all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, BTS main focus is visitors. You know, that's what a DMO is, destination right. marketing organization. So I get it that people think, you know, why BTA, right? Um, and they tend to think that we're not about the residents as well. But hold up, <laughs> the whole organization is. Majority of the organization, I should say, is focused on visitors because we need visitors to come to Bermuda, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we have a department, which is the department I work under, which is tourism standards and training, okay. which helps the workforce in the industry um, and schools by providing needed information, tools, and skill sets so you guys can do your job so that you can be great at it and which then helps the visitors to come to Bermuda and keep coming to Bermuda. So that is also very vital um, in our job and being able to do that. And with this training, um, like I said, it benefits our residents and our visitors um, because, sorry, I'm trying to go for a minute. Yeah. It, benefits our, it benefits our residents and our and our visitors and we can provide inclusiveness and great customer service. I mean, it makes sense because I know um, historically, you know, Bermuda's been criticized for not being accessible for people who may be in wheelchairs or who may have certain disabilities, Uh right? Because, you know, we have stairs, but what happens if you can't go up the stairs? So it's definitely needed. Um, We actually even had one of our former uh, incubatees that participated in our incubator program. She actually started a business specifically to support um, people with disabilities. It's called the Disability Learning Center of Bermuda because she, being a disabled person herself, experienced challenges and, you know, roadblocks, and she lived here. So I get what you're saying where it's for the residents as well as for um, any visitors that come to the island. So it, it makes perfect sense. So I want to get Bobby in, involved in this um, conversation. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Jamila. <laughs> Good to hear from you and talk to you again. Um, so you work for OBMI. Can you talk a little bit about what you do at OBMI and how the architectural firm fits into this whole accessibility training? Absolutely. So I've been uh, fortunate to be with OBMI for just over three years now, and my current role is business operations and marketing. And one of those areas are looking for ways that we can reach out to the community where we can enhance um, aspects for the community, not only from an architectural perspective and interior design perspective, but also an accessibility um, perspective as well. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, your listeners know, but OBMI is one of the oldest firms on the island, and it was established in 1936. We've now grown globally with offices throughout the Caribbean and uh, Saudi Arabia and Europe, as well as the USA. Uh, and important to us is being an advocate for barrier-free Bermuda. In 2010, we joined forces with uh, Age Concern and became a link partner with Age Concern, and we launched a program called Solutions for Seniors. And this was to help seniors uh, live a better life in their own home and make it more accessible for them. At the same time, we thought it would be a 
excellent idea to launch a program called Accessible Solutions, and this is to include a wider demographic for those who have challenges throughout Bermuda and to make it more accessible for them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's where we are right now. And, in fact, in, we were recognized by the Ministry of Health for the Built Environment Access Award, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's presented to organizations who are working towards more accessible Bermuda. And we were also uh, recognized by the uh, Bermuda Building Design Awards where we designed a fully accessible home and an in-house therapy room for one of our clients who was a paraplegic. Okay. So you guys have a whole section within your company dedicated or focused on accessibility then? Yes, we do. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um um, Davida, so when the BTA sought to try to create this program, was OBMI your, like, natural go-to person? Like, what, what kind of research happened to get to get to the point where you are now? So, basically, um, what we did um, before we actually started to partner up with businesses and organizations within the community, mm-hmm. we actually reached out to individuals that lived with a disability 365 days out of the year. We wanted to hear their story. We wanted to know what they needed and what they required. And we wanted to ensure that our messaging met what they what they needed. And so we met with them. We sat with them. Um, we did some videos with them that you may have seen um, and we used in our training as well. Um, and we also worked with our accessibility working group, which is made up of individuals across the island that play a role or work closely with individuals that have a disability. Um, our chairman is Minister Tanae Farris, and our deputy is Keith Simmons. Okay. And um, so we, we, we got a lot of knowledge within that, and then, of course, I took some courses and was able to kind of pull all of it together, um, and then we made sure that we presented it to the group to ensure that we were speaking and saying what we needed to. Um, and then from there, what we saw was that you know, we didn't want to take over and overshadow the organizations that were already fighting it. Right, right. What we wanted to do was shine a light on them because I understand what it means to work for smaller organizations and being overshadowed by a bigger organization. Mm -hmm. And I definitely did not want the the smaller ones to feel that way that BTA was coming and was taking over from them. But what I wanted to do was that we saw that there was a gap when it came to the customer service portion. We wanted to fill that gap with the awareness and basically had the other organizations come in and do what they do properly and do that, I should say. So basically when we partnered with OBMI, we looked at them as an infrastructure portion. Right. Being able to help businesses and seeing what they can do and how they can make changes without making drastic changes or, or these big expensive changes. So that's what they do, and they are good at what they do. And we just want to help push that by, you know, promoting it and having free workshops and getting them out there because just like everybody else, I didn't even know OVMI had this program. Right. <laughs> right, right. Well, How many other people did it know? Exactly. And so, Bobby, in terms of this whole wing of the, the firm that's, that's available, I, I would imagine through these workshops you're going to be introducing your services to a whole new group of people and our primary stakeholders at BEDC, as you know, are small and medium-sized businesses. So can you talk a little bit about the type of information or takeaways that they will get when attending these workshops, especially from sort of an infrastructure perspective? Yes, of course. 
Um, and, and just to, to, to go off the footnote of the Vita, yeah. when we heard, when we heard about the, uh, one of the pillars of the national tourism plan being frictionless travel, uh, we just saw the synergies between the two programs and it was just a natural selection for us to get involved into this program. And, uh, in terms of, of the courses that we're going to have, the workshops, what our hope is, is just to enlighten and inform those that are registered to the course on, this, on the upgrades that they could do uh, within their establishments, their, their business, or even their home for the Airbnb um, owners as well. Yeah. Um, and then, absolutely. One of, one of the things I keep uh, stressing is that on Airbnb itself, there's a component that um, talks about accessibility, and you get really good highlights and hits if you, if you can tick that box. So it's a, it's a, it could be a very lucrative uh, upgrade as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's just talking about the simple upgrades, and, and that's the key word. They could be simple. You don't have to spend a lot of money in these upgrades. It all depends on your budget. It all depends on your location. They could be as simple or sophisticated as you want them to be. Well, that's good to know because I'm sure people hear those four initials, OBMI and dollar sign star flying through their minds. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's nice to know that, you know, there are some practical applications that our stakeholders could probably do themselves to enhance um, what they already have going on and make it more accessible. Now, Davida, you mentioned customer service. How does that mm-hmm. play a factor in the workshops that you'll be holding? So with the workshops, that we're going to be holding um, this OBMI. So the first portion of it will just give an introduction Uh um, to the training and the customer service and basically just, again, showing how it goes hand-in-hand. If we're going to talk about becoming more accessible, we need to be more accessible on those ends. That's the customer service with the infrastructure. It doesn't um, make a difference whether your place is so accessible that, you know, a person with mobility impairment can get through and do everything it's the customer services for you. Right. Um, you know, people are not going to remember that. They're going to just remember how they were treated and how they felt at the end of the day. Right. Um, and when we go on vacations, that's what we remember. We may have not been able to do everything that we were trying to do for whatever reason, but if the customer services touch, I mean, was top-notch, we tend to remember that because it, 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 we remember how we felt. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it's, very, very important that people realize that, um, but we just want to make sure that what we're doing is equal, the customer service along with the infrastructure. Well, I mean, I think it's great. I definitely think it's something that we want to do and want to focus on because right now it's COVID, so travel is limited, but we would like to think that once we get a hold on this pandemic and travel comes back full force, because you know people are, are stressed out, right? They can't wait to get on a plane. <laughs> So we would like to think that we can get all the people, including those who may be physically challenged. So kudos to both of you for for moving this forward. So what do people have to do if they're interested in attending? And then I would like for you to talk a little bit more about both of you. Who should be attending these workshops, right? Who who should be signing up and registering? So um, I'll just start to... Basically, you can go to go to bermuda.com slash ETA. You can find out more information about the training and the workshops. There are links on there for you to register for all the workshops as well as the training. Um, the workshops will be about um, landscape, interior, and architecture. Um, 
as well as the, again, telling you more information about the training. For me personally, I believe that these are for any, for everybody. Um, so like an individual too or? Yeah, like, like businesses or individuals because I feel like anybody who wants to level up in their customer service, I mean, why? Comedians by nature are very kind and generous people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. However, there are still areas in which we can be better, right? We can always learn something new. And so for me, I just think that, you know, if you're in the front line or not in the front line, this is something for you. Um, I always say that we never know when, one, we will be the person um, who may become disabled. Um, two, we might have a family member. Or three, it could be a colleague of ours. Yeah. So it's just information that, we should know, or again, we can get stopped by somebody on the street at any point in time who needs our services or at our assistance, and this will just, you know, empower you to be able to assist them. So I believe the training is for anybody. I believe that the workshops are for anybody because um, at the time you may not consider, um, like Bobby said, consider um, changes or making these things, but it could be something you learn in it that you're like, you know what, I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can make this change, um, or because of um, the restrictions and things like that, maybe I can turn my home into, I don't know, you know, the accessibility for Airbnb or something. You just never know what can come out of it. The sessions are free. So I just always encourage people to just take it. It's free. It's, you know, it's good information. As, okay. as far as BED, BEDC goes, sorry, Jamila, I'm just listening yeah, no to problem. all of this. I can see a, a niche business being... If you're in the, um, you know, the small construction field, your niche business could be how to outfit places for accessibility, um, how to understand, like um, Bobby was mentioning, you know, what's going on outside the home and inside the home that needs to be done that gets you in line to get business to your residents that you're that you're trying to get tourists to come and visit. And um, I have an uncle who is in a wheelchair and he came here many, many years ago on a cruise ship because of course you couldn't get up and down the stairs at the airport, but now you can, cause we have jetways and all that. That's so right. all That's of right. these things going forward, it makes sense with the BTA being involved from that end. Cause we want people that are in wheelchairs or have, you know, or walking on canes or, or whatever it is to have great accessibility. And the other thing I think that um, David is talking about to a large degree is sensitivity training to how people want to be treated. If someone is vision impaired, how yeah. do you help guide a vision-impaired person around a place that they're not familiar with? And I know places like Vision Bermuda do do that sort of training. And so all of these things can can come together depending on what field you're working in or what business you might want to get in. Your niche business could be transport for those with that are vision-impaired or, or the, like I said, how to outfit a residence or, or how to help restaurateurs. With um with those that are you know mobility issues or or vision impaired or or hearing impaired or whatever it might be, so they're right by saying that it is for everybody because that penny could drop and you could be paying when you come to Bermuda, you call up um Jamila's accessibility service, <laughs> right, <laughs> and you get all the information you need and, and 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 if Jamila doesn't know it, she puts you in touch with with Vision Bermuda, you know, yeah. to get yeah. what you need. So. Yeah. So I, I would agree with you, Shelley. I mean, um, it's, it's high time for us to, to get in line with a lot of other jurisdictions. We want to be one of the top jurisdictions of choice when it comes sure. to visiting islands. And so we have to make sure that we are catering to, to everyone who wants to come to Bermuda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think that it, it makes perfect sense. And, Bobby, um, from your perspective, what kinds of things or some of the, the types of examples that OBMI 
can offer those business owners or Airbnb owners who to, to help them or to support them. Can you talk a little bit about that or give some examples of what you have done and could do? Absolutely. What we've done in the past have been, um, for example, just having a wheelchair ramp, and they could be either a permanent ramp or even a temporary ramp or portable ramp. So those are things that our, 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 our businesses can think about as well. If they don't have the infrastructure to actually make a permanent ramp, they can have something that's removable. Okay. Um, and and it's it's one thing to to think about those with uh, with physical challenges, but one thing we should also consider are those who, for example, have a baby stroller. It's yes. very cumbersome. It's That's very right. cumbersome in this island to to have a stroller. And uh, a few of my colleagues, you know, have had have babies, and uh, and one of them has twins, and she says it's so difficult. So I can have trouble getting in any door. Navigate <laughs> these little small roads with a double <laughs> stroller. All bets are off, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so that's something to consider as well. And uh, some other things that we've done in the past is just uh, making automatic door openers. Mm, um, yeah, uh, wheelchair accessible uh, restrooms in in offices and in restaurants. Um, and of course, lighting, lighting, and exterior lighting is very important, especially those with, with who are visually impaired um, or have any sight sight um, deficiencies. So, exterior lighting is important to navigate steps or ramps, and 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 in the bathrooms as well, having sturdy handrails and the tubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, those are just some of the the, the main things that that we could work on. Um, from a home and a business perspective. And as Shelly uh, touched on this, which was excellent, because one of the things that we will be working with the clients is sourcing local contractors who have the experience yes. mm-hmm. in, in, in doing these types of, of projects. And, uh, and we'll working, uh, we'll, we will work with the planning department and the fire department to make sure that all the permits are there and all the approvals are there and, uh, and all the building codes are met. So that takes a little bit of, of pressure off of the clients mm-hmm. to know that we're there for them on so many different levels. That's a good point to note because sometimes that can be the holdup is working with planning and getting the approvals and all of that. You're like, I just want to put a ramp outside my door <laughs> so people can get in there like, hold pa- on. Paperwork, paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's nice to have that type of support and that you're offering that. Now, going back to the workshops, are there one, are there multiple? Like, what is the frequency that the workshops will be held, Davida. So we actually start, well, it's April actually. Okay. <laughs> so we are actually starting now when it comes to the actual workshops. Um, we will be promoting them this week. I think we're going to be just sending out our press release this week with all the information. So there will be two introduction courses in April. There will be two in May, June, and July. So interior architecture um, and landscape. Okay. And all this information and dates and sign up can be found on go to bermuda.com backslash BTA. And we're just encouraging everybody to just sign up and just get the information. Is there a cost to, to attend the workshop? Um, for the training, yes. For the workshop, no. So okay. The information. So help me, help me understand the difference between the two. Okay. So the training is accessibility sensitivity training which focuses on customer service, focuses on empathy, and how to actually um, speak with persons with disabilities using the correct words um, and the right 
you know, how to kind of navigate between each disability is what I probably should say. Okay. So, this, so that, you know, when it comes to dealing with a person with mobility impairment versus somebody who's deaf, you can't treat them differently in cases, right? Yes. Um, so we want to make sure that you can differentiate between them and know what each person will require and need in a particular situation. And then it comes to the actual workshop that's particularly focusing on your organization, I mean, your business from an infrastructure standpoint, like Bobby said, inside or outside on what small changes or large changes you can do um, to help. Okay. And so both of both the training and the workshops can be found online at GoToBermuda, right? At GoToBermuda.com. Yep. Backslash PTA. Okay. Awesome. So, ladies, I mean, this is um, really great. I mean, glad that we're we're first to drop the news, if no one else knows. So you you heard it here. <laughs> Um, but I definitely think there's huge opportunities for our small and medium-sized businesses, right? So they can get ahead of the game. It's now when the tourism numbers aren't as high, I think will be an opportune time for them to do what is required to get themselves ready for when that boom does hit because it's coming. Trust me, my friends, everybody's waiting. They're like, come on. I'm like, I know, (laughs) just, you know, be easy. But um, it's nice (laughs) to know that, uh, when they do come, that there will be some some options or more options for them to to get around um, should they need it. Now, I think I was right. watching on YouTube, and there was a young man who was in a wheelchair, and he wanted to go to the beach, and they had these um, beach wheelchairs. And I'm like, well, yes. what a good idea that is, right, for somebody to start up a business renting the beach wheelchair. So he rode his regular um, wheelchair to the beach. And then while he was there, they were able to rent this um, one with the big wheels that allowed them tires to roll and you right can push them on the sand easier. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And so those are the kind of things that I think are, you know, opportunities for, for entrepreneurs um, to take advantage of this kind of stuff. And then that's the um, tr- Go ahead, Davida. Yeah, and, it's funny, and it's funny that you say that. Actually, Keith Simmons actually has a few of these. Oh! I know. One of the things that we realized or that I realized within my research of doing this is that we do not have a specific place for visitors or residents to be able to locate things that can help them when they're, in, when they're on the island. That's right. And that's another project that we are going to be working on to be able to help. So, for instance, like you just said, um, who knew? Yeah. Simmons has these, um, these um, actual... Uh, Beach wheelchairs. Beach wheelchairs, right, for lack of a better word. Exactly. That can help um, individuals get into the water. You don't know that unless you speak to certain people or things like that. And so these sorts of things we need to kind of make uh, more knowledgeable to people, um, where to contact, where to go, and, you know, we're trying to get that in a central place because there are a lot of organizations out there that actually provide devices and things like that Mm -hmm. that can assist people. And one of the things that we want to do is when we talk about an accessible Bermuda, we also want people to consider when traveling to Bermuda that they don't have to bring everything with them because they can get things here. Yes. Just like when we travel, we say, I ain't taking a toothbrush or no lotion or not because I know I can get it at the pharmacy away, right? Right. (laughs) We want people to travel just like that here to know that, you know, I don't have to love my, you know, my papa's mobility thing because I can rent it in Bermuda. I can find it device there. So that's another project that we are working on to help visitors. Again, frictionless travel, 
um, trying to start at the top from different destinations and stepping it up and not in our customer service. And, you know, that brings up another point that I wanted to ask you about. So I know the BTA has their tourism experience grant. Is it going to be a requirement to take this training and these workshops to get that the, the grant going forward? So, funny that you say that. Um, this has been something that has um, crossed my mind and how to be able to implement that. Yeah. Unfortunately, because of us launching the actual program, the training, and then the investment process happening, it couldn't happen this year. Right. But conversations are starting to look at what that can look like. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, us giving grants out to individuals who are starting businesses and, one, not just having training in the customer service portion, but had they considered their yes. business having some sort of um, adaptness to be able to, if a person wanted to, to do their business, right? Right, right. Um, had they considered that and how would they do that and what would that look like? So we are going to have talks about that. So hopefully um, they'll be able to implement something for next year. I think it would be great. I mean, it's nothing wrong with learning more, right? And and what it yes. does for, from if I'm thinking about the entrepreneur or the business owner, is it opens you up to a whole new market, right? So if you weren't in the past able to seat people who were in a wheelchair and didn't have a way to get out of the wheelchair and you do consider making changes like how Bobby referenced, including a removable ramp, right? So it's not something that has to be stationary. You could actually build it so you can take it up and put it back and all of that. So just considering those things, I don't think – historically we've done that, right? Because, you know, yeah. we haven't really yeah. thought that way. Yeah. yeah. And you know what it is? It happens sometimes because as business owners, we tend to say, um, well, I don't get a lot of individuals yes. that have a disability, so why should I make these improvements? That's right. And one, it could be because you don't have these improvements, so they don't come by, right? Or they're not suggested by people. So what we've done is actually created um, some questions for our exit surveys for our visitors. Mm -hmm. So we can be able to collect some data on the individuals that are coming to our shores, exactly what disabilities they're having, you know, how are they finding our our transportation, our restaurants, and, you know, different areas in Bermuda, and are they finding it more accessible? And we're hoping with this knowledge of information, we can say to business owners, you know, we're failing in this area, or we're doing this, or you can see we have a lot of people coming you can be making a you know some profit off of this. So we're hoping that that will help to try to change some mindset as well. And I think it will. I mean, you know, you may be physically challenged, but you might be rich, right? And so when you're doing your your research about where you're going, you know, where your next trip is going to be, you're going to find out, well, where can I go that's going to give me that beach wheelchair or, or that's going to get me the elevator that's going to take me to the top of wherever I need to be. And then you're making your decision based on that. So, like, we want to join the rest of the people. Yeah, the rest of the, the island. Yeah. They travel with a lot of people. Remember, if you're taking that's your right. today, they're not just traveling with one. You're yep. traveling with their children and their children's children. So you can miss out on a lot of because, you know, if my family member can't be comfortable, then we're not going to patronize. We're not going to do gonna it. Somewhere else. Yeah. We're going to go somewhere else. Yep. Well, ladies, guess what? We're at the bottom of the hour. Just like that. Uh, just like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> it went so quickly. Um, but I want to thank you both for being here and sharing with us this new training that's available for everybody. Y'all heard it here. Everybody can register. 
Um, you go to GoToBermuda.com, get all the details and the information. And if you have any questions, do you guys want to give an email or a number that people can call to get their an questions answered if for, for whatever reason they don't have access to the Internet? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. <laughs> for, uh, for OBMI, they can visit our website, which is bermuda.obmi.com backslash accessible, or they can give us a call at 278-3550, or they can send us an email at accessible at obmi.com. Okay. Your turn, Davida. <laughs> you can email us at training at bermudatourism.com, or you can call 296-9200. And again, our website is go to Bermuda, go to Bermuda. Oh, God, I can't remember. Go to Bermuda.com backslash PTA, and you'll see accessibility on the page. Awesome. I can't, I can't just forget. I bet. <laughs> awesome stuff, ladies. Well, thank you again for sharing this information. We're looking forward to it, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing the changes actually happen. Like, I already noticed there are more um, uh, handicapped parking bays around island. Um, you know, so there's small changes that I see taking place, and we just need to continue along that direction because everybody should be able to experience the beauty that is Bermuda. So, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, Jamila. Thank you, Shelley. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank Thanks, guys. No problem. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jamila. We'll do it again next week. Okay, same time, same place. Same place. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Here we go. All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.